0: You're watching The Tesla Life with your host, Mark
1: Coughlin! He found
2: his keys. Found my keys. Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Tesla Life. Number 254, here we are, the 18th of May, 2022. Welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us this evening. We have our regular panel back, since I did find my keys. Mr. Casey Green joins us from the DC area. How are you today, sir?
1: Doing pretty well. My uh, Starlink mount finally arrived, and I'm going to see if it makes things any better than getting it up off the ground, but I, I, I doubt it. There's just too many trees and buildings.
2: Fantastic. So yeah. you can take down that uh, makeshift uh, mount now, the, the the homemade one with all the oh, sticks no, and branches. It, no, it's just sitting <laughs> on the ground.
1: <laughs> that might be worse. <laughs> you might also to joining some us, us as
2: per regular, Mr. Patrick Connor from the West Coast. How are you today, sir?
0: Hello. It's a it's a nice chilly day here. I hear that there's droughts and heat waves in the rest of this uh a continent but I'm not feeling it this is <laughs> yeah Patrick's wearing right. a jacket
2: indoors oh, yeah, man oh, it yeah, must be yeah, cold yeah. in Oregon
1: it's <laughs> a smooth well, 72 degrees out and uh, we just got done or getting ready to get started with some rain <laughs> oh good okay good yeah you're
0: not roasting and and I wouldn't even categorize all of Oregon as nice and cool just really the the upper left corner uh, most wow. of the state's in a drought and having a heat wave like the rest of the country
1: I feel bad for anybody who's relying on Lake Mead right now.
0: They should be drinking that, Mead does that, instead. Does that weather
2: <laughs> circle? Does that weather circle follow you, Patrick, when you go on vacation?
0: <laughs> yes, just like the electric buses. Wherever we I may, go, they are. And we may
2: have identified the problem with the weather in Oregon, people. So just yeah. just keep that in mind.
1: H- Hockey Day was first in chat again today, and, and uh, hey,
2: Hockey Day. yeah. Uh, Derek uh, Ludwig joining us from Northern California. He says it's 31C. Holy moly. Thanks. Man, looks like Derek's moved north of the border because he's now reporting in Celsius. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All I know is anything over 25 is too hot.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, wow. Well, let's Good. get to it because there is a ton of news. I'm going to spring a brand new news story in you guys that I didn't what? even have written up in the notes because it's breaking news. Breaking news. Uh, apparently, didn't, didn't, didn't. Giga Texas has uh, started to send out some uh, notes to people that have Model Ys on order already, and they're giving them the option to jump up in the queue and get themselves a 4680 Model Y made in Texas. Nice. So if you're in the Austin area, oh, there's there's the sound effects. <laughs> if you're in the Austin area, you do have uh, you may have this option. If you already have an order out there, uh, they have apparently are contacting people through the application and through email, letting them know that uh, you have this option and uh, you won't be able to pick you know your specific uh, color unless they have it in stock. Because what they're doing is they're basically. They've produced a bunch of vehicles. We knew mm-hmm. they were selling them to employees, but now I guess it's started to switch and uh, they're wanting to offload these extra units uh, to people within the Austin area or around the Austin area uh, that can match up to the color and the, the type of uh, interior, you know, whether it's white or black, uh, that these vehicles have. So you can check out the uh, website as they say, uh, and uh, with the invite that you get through email or through the application, uh, you can voice as to whether or not you would be interested in getting a vehicle within the next couple of weeks. So uh, that's a change that um, it looks like Austin's going to start producing uh, for general people, not just employees.
0: How many uh, general people have received stuff from Germany? Hmm. Well, it's it, re- <laughs> good I'm just, I, I'm just wondering if the bet. I, is I don't still think going. it was ever announced
2: that uh, <laughs> that um, people in Berlin were getting just two employees. I think it was. I think in in Germany, it was going to the general public.
0: Okay. Yeah.
2: Right. <laughs> Patrick is still trying to win the bet that I won already.
0: Damn it! I'm
2: not going to give up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it's yeah. it's been you know how long has it been since uh, since the opening day? It's you know it's been a month. So they've they have uh, they've been producing vehicles, and we said like how many could they actually produce to give to employees? You know, there's it's they're going to run out at some point, and uh, it looks like they've come to the end of that uh, road. So uh, hopefully uh, they've been cl- able to collect enough data from that employee pool. Uh, to validate the 4680 pack and whatever else they were trying to uh, confirm. And uh, hopefully this will take some of the strain off of the Tesla order books, uh, Mm -hmm. where if a number of people switch over to the vehicle, it's only, I believe, $3,000 less than the uh, regular Model Y. So it's not a huge savings. And of course, you get a little bit uh, less range, uh, but you get the premium features all as the regular vehicle. So... It's a wash, but for people that are wanting that car, especially with high gas prices today, Mm -hmm. uh, this might be well worth their while to jump into this vehicle now that it's being offered. I saw
1: a lot of the people in my circles, uh, I didn't see too many people say they took it, but I saw a lot of people say,
2: I'm not getting it for X,
1: Y, and Z reasons. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking that it's probably because their orders have been in so long that they actually have a discount over this because what I'm understanding of the pricing is that it is still a good deal if you get that versus the current car. Uh, Assuming you were okay with a standard range. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah, is so more than that, my car, I guess. <laughs> Same yours. <laughs> well, your ex, your anyway.
0: Yeah. The important thing here is that the 4680 is going to be going to customers. That's a big milestone. That's a huge achievement. This is the battery that's going to enable the semi and the roadster and the cyber truck. So that that that's cool. This this is where we, you know, the Tesla uh goes to the, I don't know if you want to call it Tesla version three or generation four or whatever. I don't know what the right phrase would be. But uh this is this is the next evolution and this is
1: what's going to enable it. Maybe yeah, it's
2: to... definitely it's definitely their future plans, right? For everything, yeah, it is exactly. it is based around the forty six eighty.
1: Maybe somebody needs to sell their vehicle to uh, Monroe. <laughs> <Very> good. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'll take one if Sandy will buy it at a slight markup, <laughs> right? It's a little bit, a small handling fee, not, nothing, nothing spectacular, right? I'm not going to gouge. I'm not a crazy dealership. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of dealerships,
2: oh my god. <laughs> A
0: little little jab there. (laughs) Uh,
2: Well, speaking of another gigafactory that we haven't touched upon already, uh, Shanghai. Uh, Elon had, uh, I guess, um, clarified in a tweet that that, that Shanghai, the current factory, is in line for an expansion. Mm -hmm. They're not looking at building a second plant in Shanghai. The information that was uh, leaked uh, by a letter sent to the local um, uh, government, uh, was in line with the expansion of the current factory. So uh, well, <laughs> the size think, hasn't been. They
1: could both be right because if you're expanding well, on on the current site in a new building,
2: it doesn't mean even. Well, oh right. yeah, like like <laughs> I I believe he did imply be a another location building. though. <laughs> it, it'll probably be a new building because yeah. of course you've got a current shell that you're probably not going to mess with. Uh, but if it's, you know, if it's across the, uh, local street and, uh, it's still on land that you own or have just purchased, then it's not, is it a second place? It's almost like it's just an extra line built in a new building. Right. They, the way they implied mm-hmm. they
1: implied it was going to be a whole new address. Like, like if you navigated the first yeah. one, you, you would be at the wrong place. But if you navigate to the first one and then you just go across the street or next door or whatever, and you're good. Yeah. I wonder
0: if there were other cities in China trying to court Tesla. That's what it oh, sounded there like. There yeah.
2: definitely were. Yeah. Yeah. I would but not it's be kinda, surprised that.
1: It. It's kind of odd. They were talking about how many gigafactories they need on each continent, and then they, they got one on each of the major areas. And they said, oh, let's just double them all up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, somebody did the math and said you can fit five gigafactories in, in, in Austin on the on the site that they own.
2: Actually, yeah. actually, there's someone that did a drawing of the actual outline of the building with the land that they own, and yeah. I think it's now, I think it's now over seven. They oh can wow! On right, land.
0: because they bought more land. Oh, yeah. that's right. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So, yep, they've got room for expansion. That is for sure. Yeah. Speaking of expansion, and maybe in not a not a great way, Casey's got our next story about supercharger prices. Ah, what's going on there?
1: (laughs) So, if you live in California and you supercharge there on the regular, you're not too happy with uh, Tesla right now because they just raised rates as much as twenty percent per session, and uh, that's been kind of across the board for um, the the peak pricing, the off-peak pricing, and uh, the only thing they didn't touch was the uh, was the um, uh, idle fee. So, uh, be grateful for that.
0: And uh, yeah, so too that's bad they it's... bumped up off Pete there. They should, they should have kept that one the same just to encourage it even more.
1: I'm wondering if, if, if they still had too many people who are not charging ex- except for exclusively on superchargers. I mean, I did that for a year. I know Tesla joy does that still. And, well, if you
0: uh, live in a apartment, that's, that's different, uh, yeah. You,
1: you, yeah, it's too bad that uh,
0: you can't uh, somehow make a waiver for someone who has no other option. Yeah, that give them so many miles at a discount. You know, a reasonable amount per month or whatever.
1: Right. If um, if if you don't if you don't check the box to your multifamily house and they mm-hmm. see you charging within twenty miles of your house on the regular, here's here's a surcharge.
0: Yeah, work it that way.
1: Yeah, because the original plan for superchargers was that they were made to facilitate long distance travel, and then mm-hmm. that evolved a little bit as they realized that hey, there's nothing to do for folks with multifamily but that's still not the majority of what you're seeing there in California. I mean, I understand that housing is expensive, but the amount of people that live in their cars, townhouses, or apartments is not what we're seeing with like the point where even suggesting that opening a supercharger to other cars uh, brings out the pitchforks. <laughs> right. Yes. Uh,
0: if if uh, they could solve it by building a lot more stations and then charging the uh, non-Tesla people that extra
1: twenty percent—that sounds reasonable to a Tesla driver. <laughs> well, they already get charged extra uh, unless they become a Tesla member per month. Uh, they they get paid they they pay extra and then they also get a uh, limited number of stations that are compatible.
2: Yeah, so yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if um, if this rolls out to other states because we haven't heard. Anybody else really complaining about this elsewhere? It seems to be just California at this point. Um, Is it going to roll to the other states uh, or is it just isolated in California because costs have increased in California exponentially, whereas other states it hasn't been as bad? Not really sure. But uh, Derek Mm -hmm. uh, chimes in. He indicates, and he lives in Northern California or the Bay Area, and uh, he indicates that, yeah, prices have gone up in California. So we will have to see. Um, if that uh, trend continues, I know Canada just got hit oh, nice. uh, with a with a increase, and then we got hit with a, a little bit of a decrease. So oh. uh, there was a lot of complaining in Canada about the price going up, and corrected. Uh, they uh, corrected it a little bit, brought it down a little bit. So uh, certainly, if if you're in California, complain uh, because you know the squeaky <laughs> wheel gets the uh, gets the grease. I so almost never USA doesn't
1: care.
0: <laughs> I mean like yeah, Casey, you do all these supercharger reviews, but uh um I charge up in my garage and um uh the only time I ever use superchargers is on road trips and I just don't road trip all that much. So
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, and then when I when I do use them and I'm not like far from home, I'm literally plugging in long enough to say, Hey, it worked, and then I unplug. <laughs> right, for a review. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: And so you don't care if you pay 20% more on 25 cents. <laughs> right. <laughs> or whatever
2: the number, yeah. And speaking of walk. road trips, check out this supercharger that I spotted recently.
0: Oh.
2: Googly eyes. Googly eyes. <laughs> Someone stuck googly eyes on this particular supercharger oh. at a uh, uh, Myers uh, grocery store in Michigan City, Indiana.
0: It makes it so much more friendly.
2: It did. It just kind of watched you everywhere you went. The eyes just kind of followed you. So
0: and it's appalled at something with that great big mouth all uh, agape. Exactly. <laughs> there's there's got to be a meme that goes with that.
2: Uh. <laughs> no, we, should, we should uh, we should put that on our we'll put that on our Twitter and update it and say uh, we're looking for uh, we're looking for a meme for it.
0: Yeah, please so, meme this. <laughs>
2: exactly. Exactly. The,
0: the funny thing is, okay, so you know how in the car there's the Easter egg um for the cowbell? Yeah. It, right. I so turned that on it.
1: too much on accident.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. So that's in there and that's Christopher Walken. And he also has a SNL skit where he sells plants, but he's scared of plants unless they have googly eyes on them. So all his plants have googly <laughs> eyes. So yet another uh, tie into Tesla here. <laughs> uh,
2: uh, <That's> funny. <laughs> well, uh, Elon appeared on a uh, another. Uh, I guess it was a video conference call uh, with. Uh, yeah. Two of them. It was, um, yeah, two of them. One was with Financial Times and the other one mm-hmm. was with um, The Future of Cars or something along that Jason line. Jason Calacanis
1: and crew. <laughs> that yeah. was the
0: uh, All In podcast. All In, anyways. there you go. Yeah, Jason and, uh, uh is a funder of uh, Venture Capital and uh, it was an early funder of, of uh, Tesla. And uh, so uh, they're uh, good buds, uh, he and Elon. And uh, he has a f- funny story before you get to. to this where um, jason calacanis says uh, i'm at this party everyone wants to talk to elon and i'm like i'm here and my job is to write checks for a living and nobody wants to talk to me <laughs> that's how popular elon was
2: <laughs> can't get popular than that more popular than that man right this guy's standing there with his checkbook and no one will talk to him <laughs> yeah
0: i thought that was kind of a funny story <laughs>
2: Well, on this podcast, uh, Elon talked about a few things, but what we wanted to highlight uh, tonight uh, was um, basically uh, it was about the uh, backlog of Tesla orders. So we all know that uh, Teslas have been harder and harder to get. Uh, The delivery dates are being pushed back because more and more people are ordering. And Elon basically stated uh, that uh, it's looking like we are going to have to stop taking orders on certain models in certain regions um, based on the number of days that the backlog. Uh, he even indicated that, as we all know, there's a number of models that are beyond a year now. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's he's now looking at uh, stopping some of the uh, order taking until they can start to get caught up a little bit more. And immediately after that, I believe it was within the next 48 hours, uh, the website did change, and now people can no longer order a Cybertruck that are outside of North America. So that used to be able to happen. We didn't know how how realistic that was, anyways, uh, or how many vehicles would be sold in, say, the UK or uh, in, um, you know, in Europe. Uh, weren't really sure, uh, but. There was a demand for it, and many people filled out a form for it and put them out in their, their deposits. So uh, it was allowed until a couple days ago, and now it's been taken away. So here's our bit of a device here from the Tesla Life. If you are considering or if you're on the fence about buying a popular Tesla, Model 3, Model Y, even a Model S, I would suggest... Get off that fence now and put your order in now. If 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 you can do it, if you can financially do it, and the car that's available fits your needs, I would suggest you do it because I would not be surprised if the three and the Y especially uh, stop uh, taking orders. Um, I don't know how long uh, it's going to last. Um, We're hoping that uh giga texas is going to make some uh extra cars and put some relief into this ordering process but uh if if you're on the fence or you want one i would suggest you get in line now uh because i'm not sure what's going to happen if they do stop uh i would much rather have my place in line as opposed to not have my place in line when they stop taking orders so uh that would be my advice uh, to anyone out there that's sitting on the fence. Make a decision and get off the fence.
0: Yes. And and this is even after they raised the price several times. Because that's the first lever that you can pull to try to control how deep that queue is. And um, that didn't slow it down. So this is the, the next lever they have. It's a good problem to have. So many people want our product that we can't handle it all.
2: Yeah. It's, it's not great for the consumer because, as Patrick right. mentioned, the, the price going up uh, and now combined with longer waiting periods and possibly stopping taking orders um, is not a good scenario to be in you know, for a consumer. Uh, certainly, Tesla is selling everything that they can. Everything they make is being sold immediately, and there's a long list of people waiting for it. So they haven't got any problem in moving any type of inventory they have. But and uh, the used car
0: prices will be uh, going continue. They'll stay high with they this. already Yeah,
2: they already mm-hmm. are sky high. And uh, mm-hmm. I don't see that stopping uh, anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Um, remember the Model Y that came out for the SR? Uh, they had a short run of SR pluses of Model Ys. Um, mm-hmm. I've seen those vehicles on the used market here, and they're selling more than uh, the the long range model Y is selling currently. Wow. So it, it's gone crazy because of demand. Um, it's just, it's just driving up prices of used vehicles like you've never seen.
0: Mm-hmm. And gas prices. Um, I just saw an article today that said that the U S average is higher than it's ever been.
2: Yeah. I. I and, and again, Looking at the gas prices, I have to say I think I think we're all being screwed. Like (laughs) I really do. I think that uh, I think the 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 gas companies are just playing us because they know they can. Like there's just everyone's Mm -hmm. been prompting us that the price is going up, the price is going to go higher, it's going to go higher, and it's like ah, it it's such a captive market for them. Uh, And uh, I don't know. I've got no proof of it, but man, I just don't trust oil companies. Never have. Oh,
0: there is proof of it. They've, they've been reporting record profits. So, I mean, if if it was really because their prices were higher, I don't I don't think that's how that would be working, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, I'm not putting on some crazy tinfoil hat. I mean, there's there's proof right there in their their uh, uh, SEC filings. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: I'm wondering if I should uh, if I should order another Cybertruck. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Get one to flip? Is that what you're thinking?
1: <laughs> well, the problem with that is, like, Tesla has all these anti-flip techniques, uh, and and if they catch you flipping a car, then then it might not be pleasant.
2: <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I think I think they've got other fish to fry. I I really don't think they're looking. <laughs> I don't really think they're looking for some guy that sold one of his two Cybertrucks. Don't think so. No. Ask
1: as some of our friends in China.
0: <laughs> well, I bought two tequila bottles because I wanted to flip one, and then I got it. Yeah. I'm, like, oh, I'm going to keep. It have instead. you had
2: a knock at the door yet?
0: <laughs> no, I, I kept it. I still have both of them because <laughs> I opened this one and like this is good stuff. I'm I I, I don't care if I could sell it for a markup. I'm going to keep this.
1: <laughs> oh man.
2: Uh, uh. Well, uh, speaking of other markets. Um... Tesla has decided to pull out of uh, India. So uh, we knew that they were bringing models over to India to test. Uh, They had set Mm -hmm. up some superchargers and uh, they were actively working with the Indian government trying to get the import tax reduced from 60% where it currently sits at for vehicles that are imported and not made in India. Um, India, of course, was looking for a factory to be made inside of their country. Tesla was weighing the opportunity of building a factory there, but of course, as we've spoken about before on this show, they needed to know if uh, they could actually sell enough vehicles to, uh, you know, uh, uh, balance out the capital that would have to be spent on a new factory in India. And uh, mm-hmm. their uh, want was for India to drop that tariff to import some cars. So Tesla get an idea as to how many cars would they be able to sell in India. So uh, I guess the company and the country were not able to come to some sort of a agreement, which is kind of surprising, uh, especially yeah. if you're in India, because you know you could definitely say, you know what, we're going to drop the tariff for. 18 months, or we're going to drop the tariff for 12 months or, or Mm -hmm. something along that line to give Tesla an idea as to how many vehicles would sell with their current markup on their vehicles. Uh, And, and they could see what, what kind of uptake the Indian population uh, would uh, would provide. And uh, with Mm -hmm. that, they could decide to build that factory based on those, those numbers. But um, at this point, uh, Tesla has called back some of their managers from India, reassigned them to other places, uh, and uh, and have decided that uh, it's just not the right time to uh, put that kind of capital into uh, into India at this time. Yeah.
1: The test cars have come back. Uh, it seems that India uh, wasn't really doing any good faith negotiating here. They had, they had some very good points, but the problem is... Uh, if they, they said, oh, you want to import the cars? Great. It's going to be 100% tax. All, all right. Uh, that's not a real test of the market. And, and when you look at who's done the, the China-style joint ventures, uh, you've got Mercedes and one or two other companies, but not counting that, counting everybody uh, who, who did the joint ventures and everybody who's selling their cars with 100% markup, they sold 29,000 premium and luxury cars in a country of a billion people. So mm-hmm. if you can't come in and try it without building the factory first, um, there's not really anything that you're trying here. And I, I, I get that they're going for jobs. They want a local car. But to do it without any valid testing, it's like, all right, how big do we need this factory to be? We don't know how mm-hmm. many are going to sell here. <laughs> and right. and if we build this factory and then nobody buys the daggum cars and we're spending more to keep it open, then we're just going to close it. But then on top of that, we've built a factory. So we lost money in the deal. So right. Tesla was not being unreasonable, uh, and, 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 I, and I get what India was trying to do, but the whole point of a, of a negotiation is to have some compromise on both sides. So that uh, both sides are probably not going to be happy, but uh, at least something happens, and then they can evaluate further from there. But if neither side moves, then nothing happens. I'm, I'm sure that you know coming in, Tesla was making all kinds of offers, and, and none of them were acceptable enough, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, Hockey Day made a good comment that Tesla might not have the right car for India. That's
1: the other problem, is even though they have mm-hmm. a lot of people, uh, the, the, a lot of people that can afford these things without the markup uh, is not very high, unfortunately.
0: Right. And, and if they were um, looking at that, maybe the Model Next is India, the, is the right place to build that vehicle. Um, uh, but you also got to look at their roads and their infrastructure as
2: well. Um, mm-hmm. True. Yeah, so there's a lot of things to weigh here, but I guess uh, it's just not the right time at this point. Maybe the governments will get together uh, with Tesla in the future. I'm sure that no one's burnt or throwing out somebody's phone number. Uh, it's just going to maybe get some time uh, between them uh, where they can they can come back and maybe uh, review this after six or twelve months and see if the time makes sense uh, now. So
1: Kenny's got a point. <laughs> If it weren't so close to China, that would actually work. He says, the people in India need to talk to the people in Texas. Build your plant here, but you can't sell or deliver them here.
2: <laughs> That's an interesting point. I never even thought about. How are those cars being delivered in Austin? Another good question. Because you can't sell them and take delivery from the factory in Texas, right? Are
1: they, are they going but on yet, the mini
2: The mini. But Yeah, people are buying them in the local area. Yeah, so... so- are they busting them all out to Oklahoma, getting out, giving them in their cars so they could drive back to uh, Austin area? I don't know, but I'd say uh, either that's, they're, they're that's doing the mini point.
1: Yeah, I would say they're either doing the mini tour or Elon's getting ready to go to court because that is a violation of the interstate trade agreements. Uh, actually, this constitutional in it, so yeah, violation mm. of interstate trade. So
2: never thought of that till now. That, that would be interesting. Uh,
0: yeah, it, it is a very musk move to just say, I don't like this rule. I'm not going to follow it. If you don't like it, sue me and see what right. happens.
1: <laughs> Will the court be on his side is the question.
0: <laughs> but yeah. yeah, so Mark, they have been doing that dance where they take them to another state, register them, and then they bring them back. And then at the service center, you're just picking it up, but you've actually already bought it technically. So you're not...
1: Bought in Oklahoma or wherever. Yeah, right. Mexico. <laughs>
2: interesting mm. interesting yeah. let's hope that rule gets changed soon but uh i think we're a year away from uh the next oh that meeting. part two that part two I can yeah
1: they're, they're, the Indian reservations as well oh sorry the native American first people's reservations uh
2: next uh what do we got here um yeah casey do you know about this fsd update and uh yes. volume numbers here what what are we talking about
1: So the FSD update uh, that's coming out will uh, remove the uh, the 80-mile-per-hour speed limit cap on FSD vehicles and any vision-equipped vehicles. Uh, It started rolling out to non-FSD beta cars today or yesterday and has been pulled. So we'll see what happens next on that. And uh, as far as uh, you're talking about the comments that Musk made at at the event? Yeah. So he suggests that uh, by the end of the year, FSD will be installed on a million cars, which has some people freaking out because they don't understand whether or not there are a million cars to be running FSD beta. Um, I think there's going to be about two million cars that will have the hardware, but these people are looking at what they think the software has sold. And um, it'll be interesting to see because they control the pricing, they know how many actually sold, and then once people start seeing this firsthand, they might also make purchases. So it might not be an exaggeration to say a million cars by the end of the year, if they can right. get on time with FSD stuff, which is not a given.
0: <laughs> right. So yeah, they delivered about a million cars last year. They're going to deliver, you know, who knows how many this year. Um, but um, FSDs right now only in the U S and Canada. Is that true?
1: Right. Yeah.
0: yeah. So uh, you can't use the worldwide numbers. Um, the uptake in China is pretty low. So I th- a million seems optimistic. Uh, Obviously, there'll be f- far more vehicles than a million that have the hardware, but but people paying for FSD—that uh, th- that math isn't adding up for me yet. Yeah,
2: yeah the, we're, we're thinking the, the number is a lot lighter than fifty percent, don't we?
1: Right. The, yeah. the The current version of FSD, the production version, uh, outside of the U.S. is. Uh... Is not worth what they're charging for it for most people. Um, you get navigate on autopilot, where available, and you get all of the uh, the niceties that come with uh, uh, like lane change and, and and that sort of thing. But it's not it's not what we have here in North America uh, by any any means, and it's definitely not what you get with the beta.
2: Elon also indicated that right currently today, uh, there's about a hundred thousand people that are in the FSD beta. Yes. And, that number has yep. been
1: the same since Christmas I think.
2: <laughs> but they that are for... thinking about about starting to roll this out further. so mm-hmm. you know yeah
1: the the, the uh, next... will, it be, will it
2: be a million by the end of the year? I I'd be surprised if it would be that high right. uh, but certainly there's room to double and triple uh, mm-hmm. the amount uh, if there's the uh, the want from FSD beta testers and of course, if they lower that score a little bit uh, yes. on, so the, uh, on the application.
1: With the version that's about to roll out, which was supposed to have rolled out this weekend and mm-hmm. last Wednesday, uh, <laughs> uh, it was, uh, Elon said that uh, for the for the bump version of that, so if it's it's 10.12, t- uh, 10. then 10.12.2 could go to scores as low as 95. But 10.12 uh, itself is uh, a little MIA right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i i took a drive this morning with it it was zero interventions it, it was Excellent. uh only a 25 mile drive or so i did have to step on the accelerator a couple times uh it was going really slow around a corner yeah. um uh and uh there was it was a uh, it was i had a red light so it, uh it, so it was making a right on red and it, there were no pedestrians so it was fine to do it it just was like okay go Creeping right. for visibility. Creeping for visibility. <laughs> all right, now there's a car,
1: you creep so long. <laughs> yeah. Uh so my, mine's gotten better too. Like uh, I don't have to turn it off, but I do have to give it a little bit of uh, lightning pedal and I do have to signal sometimes to tell it, hey, don't do these things or hey, do it faster. But uh taking it off because I, I felt it's in the wrong lane or it's gonna do something just uh wrong, uh the amount of times I have to actually physically turn it off is has gone way down.
0: Yes. Same here. Th- there's one weird one. Okay. There's, uh, this intersection by my house, it's, uh, in a neighborhood and, uh, there's a crosswalk and then there's like this curb past it in the middle of the road, kind of a strange intersection. And so when you're turning left, you have to go like around it. So you have to go straight and then left from where the stop sign is. Well, yeah. it kept running over that curb oh, and, and, <laughs> but it's a small curb. So, and it's going slow. So it's not that bad. Uh, so, uh, like the first time, I I, was, I just want to see what happens. I let it do it. Second time, oh, it's going for it again. I, I grab the wheel I, and I take it out and I, I have it go around. Um, and then uh, I just let it do this again. It started going towards it. And then it's as if I grabbed the wheel and dodged it and then went around. And I'm like, okay, I, I trained it not to hit the thing, which is good, but it shouldn't do it like this. It should do it smooth and around. Right. Which was kind of, I thought it was kind of funny that, okay, it's, it's, it's learned
1: something. <laughs> yes. We, we were leaving a store the other day and it picked the wrong lane. Uh, it needed to go straight and it got in the left turn lane. And then uh, some guy passed us because we were obviously turning as far as the guy was concerned. Uh, he passed us, the light turned green, it got back in the correct lane and then went straight Ooh. on. That's like, that's the way I would have done it to correct it. But uh, the fact that it did it before I did was just awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's definitely coming along.
2: <sighs> oh, yes. It is It is moving. So we'll have to see if that gets released this week or if it will be the weekend or two weeks. a little bit later. But, uh, <laughs> two later. A number of people are certainly expecting it uh, to have happened. So hopefully soon. Patrick got a story about water. What's that about?
1: Water everywhere, right. not a drop to drink. <laughs> that's,
0: that's exactly right, because the Tesla is using non-potable water, which is water that you should not drink. Um, and so uh, normal city water is used for a lot of things, that, like, for example, watering your grass. You don't have to use drinkable water to water your grass, and yet we do. And uh, so a lot of what Tesla has been doing is doing things like capturing rainwater and using that. In their factories, in places where they don't need drinkable water, and uh, evaporative cooling towers, and uh, for uh, cooling and, and and other things like this. So Tesla now has among the lowest water use per vehicle. And uh, there was this one paragraph in here I want to read to you. This is coming to us from Tasmania, Tasmania. And uh, okay, it says. While the so-called environmental organizations in Germany continue to fight Tesla, falsely claiming that Giga Berlin threatens the water supply of the entire region, the American manufacturer demonstrates through action that it has achieved high success in saving water. So yeah, that was just a a nice little story. This is uh, details from their... 2021 Impact Report, which we discussed on the show last week. It's only 144 pages. Why haven't you all read all of it by now?
1: <laughs> right. So, so they point they point out that uh, the Tesla uses 2.2 cubic meters of water per vehicle, while the industry average is uh, as low as three meters, three cubic meters per vehicle, right? If not higher.
0: Yeah. So uh, yeah, 30% better than the av- the industry average.
2: And of course, read. that's that's ideal for Tesla because. Their newest factory is in a low water region, um, Texas, and of course the west uh, are both places that uh, water is a concern and continues to be a a gaining concern um, that uh, the lack of water. So uh, having a factory that you can uh, save water in uh, is going to definitely affect the communities that are around uh tesla as well as tesla itself so in a positive fashion so and it's only going to get be... better
1: with the dry cell technology when you consider that where all the water goes yes. you're going to wash the car you're going to wash the parts you're going to make your batteries if your batteries no longer use water that's one less thing that's that you need to so that 2.2 is going down yeah yes, that'll definitely. be that'll be
2: good and of course that was that was part of the the savings of the forty six eighty wasn't it uh on battery day well, one and of so the one of the better day, yeah well yeah. yeah, so
0: that with the dry electrodes, that's usually a solvent, uh not water, but 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 the solvents are even worse uh, they're yeah. um environmentally uh very uh you'd have to capture it, you'd have to uh, make sure that that isn't being uh, released outside um yeah, it was uh yeah, so even that that has a much bigger
1: environmental footprint than footprint yeah. than just water. But also yeah. the the waterless mining that Musk was talking about as well of the oh. lithium.
2: Yeah. Yeah, lithium mining with uh with just basically scooping up the dirt, removing the salt. lithium and dropping <laughs> the dirt back in the hole. <laughs> so, <Yeah>. uh, <laughs>
0: I thought his method of extracting the lithium salts was with water. Um uh, but it's still yeah.
2: Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's uh, and certainly the you know the people. Well, I don't know if it'll affect the people at uh, the environmental groups at uh, Giga Berlin because, of course, uh, they seem to make up some stuff here and there. So, uh, <laughs> oh my goodness, the spilled... cardboard forest. I'm not sure. sure if they will care. But oh my goodness, they spilled mm-hmm.
1: two liters of paint in their own parking lot shut it down. Shut no, the whole nowhere, nowhere, down nowhere near a drain This is after they had a right. professional cleanup crew come through and, and clean up the, the hundreds of liters that accidentally spilled
0: yeah there's a reason some people uh, think this is not a real green group this is an astroturf group with an agenda
2: yep uh, speaking of uh, some problems possibly uh, we've got a story here that goes along with the picture Indeed. And this, of course, is a, uh, a supercharger with a cut-off uh, plug. Yes. Um, there's been a couple of uh, vandalism uh, cases that have happened uh, in Cincinnati, uh, which is kind of concerning uh, because, of course, Cincinnati has now been hit twice uh, in a month. And uh then there's also another uh, supercharger vandalism story of uh, cut superchargers and that one uh, was to have happened in Los Angeles. so a much larger uh, city center. but um, yeah, uh, maybe a reason for cameras at certain sites. Uh, mm-hmm. The googly Certainly, eyes will be watching you. Yeah, like right. they, they, they could have stuck the googly eyes on it and it solved all the problems. <laughs> but uh <yeah. laughs> Kenny wireless charging, question mark. Yeah. It's um <clears throat> the it's that something should... that's uh it's something that Tesla's gonna have to keep an eye on. But yeah, at least I'm I wonder if they get notified if someone was to cut a cord. I wonder if their system can know there's less or less resistance on a line or something along that line if if a cable was cut. I wonder if they they know that or if they need someone to report it before they know about it. On the but, V2s, uh,
1: you, you'd notice that the temperature uh, um, sensors would be missing. And on the V3s, you'd also notice, in, t- in addition to the temperature sensors, you'd notice that the coolant has, has gone to zero. <laughs> right. Yeah, they're liquid-cooled <clears throat> cables. Uh, yeah, whoever's cutting
0: that's going to get wet. <laughs> right.
2: <clears throat> only on level threes, right? So the level right. twos, uh, there would be there would be no leakage on those, right? But right. Uh, you'll
1: notice on a hot day, you charge slower uh, as the handle heats up. So if the handle is missing, then then those sensors are also missing.
2: Well, of right. course, it'll, it would yeah. also be start to show that uh, you know uh, handle two is never used. You know that that do that too, yeah. Yeah, b is never used. That. Yeah, right.
1: So so uh, of of these. Two incidents. The one that you showed us the picture of, uh, it, it was cut with a significant amount of cable left, and so it was suggested that those ones were uh, malicious in nature. And the one that uh, that looked like you were trying to show us the uh, of the of the non-urban supercharger, the regular ones. Uh, every cable at that installation, except for the ones that were covered by cameras, were cut a lot higher, uh, right up to the to the edge of the uh, the connection. So the suggestion was those might have been copper thieves.
2: Yeah. And I also, uh, when uh, I was uh, traveling last week, I charged uh, in a suburb of uh, Chicago and uh, noticed that uh, they had a camera system mounted uh, in a prominent area that uh, they could see all the superchargers. So, uh, <clears throat> if I guess if a supercharger gets hit over and over, uh, I'm sure that Tesla's going to start installing some cameras uh, if yeah. that is the case.
1: Well, I'm wondering time. at this point, uh, cameras are pretty inexpensive these days and those cables, mm-hmm. whether they're the V2s or V3s, uh, they're both pretty expensive. Mm-hmm. I mean, the handle alone might cost the same as a camera.
2: And I, I think for, you know, I think for people's safety and such, I think that cameras are probably a good addition to every supercharger, uh, going forward mm-hmm. and certainly retrofitting some others, but, uh, you know, it's, it's an expense like everything else. If, uh, if the vast majority of superchargers never get vandalized, then does it make sense? Uh, I don't know.
1: We know how much Tesla loves to reuse parts, and like if you notice the light that's on the supercharger that's lighting up the the hole for the so you can grab the handle, yeah, it's actually the the door the door and trunk light. So why not put the uh, the cameras coming off of these uh, uh, AP two cars and put the camera in there as your surveillance camera?
0: <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> That's Recycle. an interesting idea. Right. And you could have sentry mode uh, running. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you could even uh, have the, it up Bing. your Starlink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. They definitely should look at that. And so um, we've talked about this on the show before. One of the reasons that Tesla is the only EV that I recommend for someone who wants to drive a lot is because of the supercharger network. The The others, their uptimes are so bad and they'll only have one or two stalls and one's blocked and one's broke. Um, So Tesla has a reliable network and and that was in their uh, report as well. I think it had something like 97 plus percent uptime. And uh, this this kind of vandalism is going to hurt those scores and that's going to hurt that. I mean, this is um, one of the reasons that Tesla has a big uh, moat is that they actually, you can have a Tesla as your only vehicle and you can drive uh, all the places you need to go with with it because they have this incredible supercharger network. So people vandalizing it, it hurts their brand.
1: And and they yep. don't need much hurt to begin with. Uh, Electrify America did their um, shareholder call recently, and then uh, our, our friend of the show, uh, John Volker, came through, and, uh, and, and and another reporter helped him find how many uh, sessions ended in a customer support call. And it was in mm. the high 40%. Uh, right. of, of sessions that needed. So they had a new record of over 2 million sessions or something like that. There's a million or 2 million sessions. And 42 to 48% of them were, were customer support calls to, to actually yeah. get the sessions completed. You yeah, don't want a coin good. flip <laughs> every time yeah, I, don't, you go. I, don't, I don't want to have to make a phone call to charge my car. I just want to plug right. it in, swipe a card or not swipe anything, just do the Tesla style. Because like, mm-hmm. I, I look at other EVs and you have to push your brake and push the start button. On, on Tesla, you just push the brake. And and a if you have one.
2: So Patrick's got our next story, and Elon made another announcement. That's right.
0: Yeah, well, Hockey Day. uh, Oh no, it's uh, Breakneck Trent. We'll be happy to hear that we're covering this. Um, This is from Tesla Roddy. Tesla bot prototype sneak peek scheduled for AI Day two. So uh, coming this August so uh tesla has done they've had their uh ai day in the past where their software engineers got up there and talked about all the uh, cool things they're doing they've had their uh dojo day where they've had their hardware folks up there talking about all the cool things they're doing and uh so now in ai day 2.0 um tesla does most of these as recruiting events and this yeah. one uh, i'm going to assume is going to be very similar It's here's the cool future that we're trying to build. If you wanna be involved, uh, come join our team. And so uh, they'll be talking about FSD and Autopilot and Project Dojo. And hopefully uh, Dave Lee asked uh, Mr. Musk on Twitter, uh, will we get a sneak preview of Tesla Bot to which Musk simply replied, yes. So uh, I don't know what we're going to get to see. Hopefully, Hopefully no is not just a mannequin,
2: like last yes, time.
0: Yes, right. Or, or not somebody <laughs> dancing in a, in a suit. Um, the uh, mechanical part's relatively easy. The perception part is the hard part, uh, to have it actually be able to comprehend the world around it and interact with it. Um, so uh, uh, anyway, it will be interesting to see what, uh, what they can get uh, ready to demo in the next few months.
2: Watch out, Patrick, because I understand that the, that Optimus is going to be out uh, running over that curb uh, outside your neighborhood <laughs> for a little while as it uh, as it brings in all the reality of what's around it.
1: <laughs> so if they yeah. if they open up reservations to the bot, I'm going to reserve two. I don't know what I'm going to use one for, but uh, assuming they're not 50k down now, I'm, I'm going to go for it.
2: <laughs> <clears throat> I is- I have a feeling that based on what they've just experienced that the uh, that there's going to be some limitations on uh, reservations that are put on something that they don't know when it's going to come to market. Like uh, I really think that they probably have learned their lesson uh, based on the past year uh, that uh, they know that we can't just, you know, based on the roadster based on the semi. um, Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people that put down some money on those vehicles and paid in money that uh, was worth a lot more uh, at the time of order. Uh, And now costs have spiraled up. So, uh, you know, kind of like the Rivian story uh, where Mm -hmm. they had got a whole bunch of orders and costs went up and they haven't delivered anything yet. So uh, I think Tesla's gonna be uh, certainly changed the way that they take in reservations uh, going forward.
0: Definitely. like um Boston Dynamics they did with their spot you had to apply and then you had to explain what you were going to do with this and if they thought it was an interesting project then you got the bot not just anybody could order it one. you and and it was really like okay which projects do you have in mind that are going to make this a better product for uh so it's really who's a better development partner versus just who wants one and who can pay yeah, I'm, so I, to, I'm I, about to come yeah. up with a solution for this thing.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you got some time to think about it, Casey.
0: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, That's the same with some of the stuff from the OpenAI, um, a Dali, where you can type in uh, text and it'll it'll um, make images for you. R- right now, that's on the same kind of uh, uh, beta program where you have to be a, a development partner to to get access to it. They're not just letting anybody run it.
2: Right. Uh, next, it's another supercharger story. So Casey, of course, gets this one and, yeah. uh, this is uh, about something that is expanding.
1: Yeah. So, uh, we talked about how you can charge non-Teslas in, in Europe. Uh, that program is expanding. If you have a Tesla app, you can go to, uh, certain superchargers in Austria, Belgium, Spain, Sweden, and the UK, and, uh, you'll find them on the Tesla app. Uh, once you get there, you can initiate a session and you can pay the markup. If you subscribe to the monthly program you can pay the same price as a Tesla owner would pay at that facility. Uh, if you're only going on holiday you can you can just subscribe for one month and then every session you've got is a normal session. Uh, if, if you're only going on one short trip like for a business or whatever then you can just pay the, the increased price and then save your receipt send it off to uh, send it off to get reimbursed for <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
2: And just a little tip if you want to use the Tesla website, you can go and take a look at all the superchargers. And if you turn off the flags, <clears throat> only the ones that are for other vehicles show up. Nice. So oh. uh, you'll be able to see that all across Europe and, and you'll be able to see uh, what uh, superchargers uh, have this new option enabled on them. Yeah.
1: Now, you're only supposed to use them if your car can fit in the stalls and you can park normally, either nose in or tail in, uh, without having to use the the spot next to yours, without parking across the spots. Doesn't mean that that's not what people have done. But <laughs> as we've discussed previous shows, uh, they are now uh, they've got some cameras up and they're they're monitoring with uh, uh, either humans or AI or both uh, to see how well those instructions are being adhered to and what they might need to do for future rollouts. Maybe pull through, maybe some more uh, uh, longer cables or more positions that the cable can reach or something to that effect. But as of today, if you can't just pull in and plug in, then you're not supposed to use it.
2: I wonder if you could use a, a CCS extension cord. Maybe. I wonder if that's if that's even a thing yet. Uh, I think you know, it's an extra be. an extra four feet or so that yeah. uh, you just plug into one side, and then plug that into your car, and that would give you that extra distance.
0: That's a lot of uh, current and volts. So uh, it is.
1: If they, yeah. if, they, if they if they do the you locking would, you, mechanism, and they have their own temperature sensors, they might be able to do it. Or you can Jerry rig one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. where's the lawyer. Lawyer says do not take <laughs> advice from
0: Casey. Um, <laughs> we do not recommend it. I didn't mean it was a voltage. good idea,
1: but physically you probably could physically do it.
2: Uh, you can MacGyver you with, it. with with some uh, used gum and duct tape. No problem. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, that's true. How uh, can they put mentions for the water cools uh, cables and it's going to have a uh, an incorrect profile and that might have your session to stop in the middle. Of
2: yeah. so, it's like, Hey, what's going on here? Yeah, exactly. So mm-hmm. yeah, don't try that. Just a thought that I wouldn't came to that, mind. Yeah. I wonder, <laughs> wonder if such people have done things like that yet, but uh, yeah. So uh, fantastic. Uh, bunch a bunch of news questions. this week that we cleared through. Um, what do we got here? We handled so we, that other story. We kind of rolled it into the uh, second or third story. So uh, we, did. we didn't miss anything.
1: So Uh, so Derek was asking, are there any advantages to the 4680s? Faster charge limits or higher? Uh, So we think that the charge limits might be faster. Um, Basically, it makes the batteries cheaper uh, to manufacture. And then if you combine any of the other uh, uh, advantages that were listed at battery day, then you get a better battery overall. But if you only just switch the size of the can, then it's just making it cheaper to build. Uh, We don't know exactly what's in the guts of the current 4680s.
0: Right. I'm hoping that these, uh, have a much longer lifespan, uh, lower degradation.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then there's another good question in there. I'm looking for it now.
0: Uh, once we get to the million mile battery, that's when you can start doing things like a uh, vehicle, to grid vehicle, to home without right. worrying about
1: it, uh, impacting your the life of your, uh, your pack. Yeah. yeah Cause on the, on the climate, report, they did say that the the batteries outlast the cars, but obviously not enough uh, of outlasting that they are willing to let us do V2G or V2H.
2: Um, Right. So uh, the other positive is, of course, the faster charging time, possibly. Not sure if that's going to be the case, but we're speculating with the rollout into a Cybertruck, you're going to need a little bit of a faster charging curve anyways. Uh, Does the 4680 help that? We'll have to see. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. So James Conner is asking, is it accurate that uh, one can pick up their new Tesla and register it in Texas as long as it was purchased online? Uh, well, all Teslas are purchased online. The question is, uh, do they have to do any shenanigans to, to, to make it legal, to take it out of the state and bring it back in? Uh, or are they going to switch to only being California cars at some point? Or as I suggested, maybe Musk is, is getting themselves a, uh, a court case for this thing so they can Have a definitive answer since since they can't seem to get on the on the legislative docket 2012 and every two years the legislation meets in texas they keep getting fobbed on off so I, i might try that in their position this is gonna be a minor fee compared to having to wait again another two years Lawyer again says, don't listen to Casey. He tells you to break Texas law. (laughs) not telling you to break Texas law. I'm saying if I were Elon, uh, I could see him doing that. (laughs) It's a hypothetical.
2: (laughs) Man, I'm glad we keep that lawyer on retainer. He's he's saving our butt tonight. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Breakneck Trent says, I'm totally going
1: to teach my butt how to do my job. Metal fab and retire. I like that. Yes, that is
0: a great idea. If you get a bot to do your job where you get the paycheck, instead of it replacing
1: you, it earns for you. That's awesome. <laughs> yep. And the semi truck will be charging four packs at the same time. I believe so, yeah, because it's the mega pack. And and the mega pack is, is four uh, V3 chargers in one. So, or actually, the whole of a V3 cabinet into one vehicle. So, yes, that's accurate.
0: I'm getting some weird feedback from you, Mark. You hear it too oh.
2: well we're wrapping up anyways Patrick any okay. uh, any comments for this evening
0: uh, yes uh, as always I am with the Oregon Electric Vehicle Association you can find us at oeva.org and I blog occasionally at carswithcords.net you can see it right up there and speaking of battery degradation since uh, the the two EVs I've owned the longest were a leaf and uh, the Model X I happen to have had five years of data on both of them and decided to do an interesting comparison. Now, is it fair to compare the Leaf to a Model X? Not at all. Not in any way, shape, or form. So if that's your first comment, you're right. (laughs) But why? Because I had data on both of them, so you can see the battery degradation. Cars aren't cheap.
1: This is what I had on hand, yo.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, check that out.
2: (laughs) Very good. Very good. Thank you, Patrick. And you can find Patrick at uh, carswithcords.net. Check out those those blog posts, Mister Green. Any any new videos coming out? What's happening in your world?
1: Oh, uh, I've got an FSD in the rain video assembled. I need to cut out some of the not really filler, but like the boring bits, and uh, and, and and get a thank you card at the end for the uh, for the patrons and members, and uh, and then I've got some more stuff on deck, like the lithium ion battery uh, starter battery is eventually going to get done. Uh, but, you know, i uh, got a whole situation with uh, uh, <laughs> a new member of the family setting her own schedule. <laughs> so uh, we're, we're, we're learning. We're, we're getting it all together. And cool. um, you can find that over at uh, YouTube.com slash KC Green. That's K-A-C-E-Y-G-R-E-E-N. And uh, our mission, just like uh, Patrick's, is uh, to bring about a new future. What kind of future, Patrick? That's right. A future free from fossil fuels. I thought you were going there earlier when you were talking about the other
0: one.
2: <laughs> very good, very good. Well, with that, uh, we thank you for watching this week. Please press that thumbs up. Give us a give us a uh, subscribe if you haven't already. Help support the channel. It uh, doesn't cost you a dime. and helps us out immensely. So we would really appreciate that. We want to thank Lee Moon for the music we use. We want to thank Casey for his expertise in keeping these live shows going. And we want to thank Patrick for uh, keeping our... Uh, Facebook page up and running thanks very much everyone have yourselves a great week